Welcome back to the Maxwell High School podcast. Today we've got another couple of students with us. Um, it's a bit of a, a series or a continuation of the, um, the series where we were talking to the uh, ladies a, a week or two ago uh, about the ideas that they had in their uh, business studies class, coming up with uh, creative and innovative ideas to market. And today I'm going to talk to a couple of uh, young gentlemen from that class. Uh, I've got Caleb. Hello. Welcome, Caleb. Thank you. And I've got um, Riley. Hello. How are you, Riley? Good, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. So, um, you know, lo- like we've been doing with every o- everybody else in here, I think we've got this shared experience going on with um, the pandemic, which is still going on, and this is be our 18th or so podcast, so this is nearly 20 weeks of it, um, at least, and then on top of that. So, Riley... How have you found the whole COVID-19 thing? How's it been for you and your family? Oh, it's been quite stressful, I guess. Um, you know, obviously you're not allowed to do the same stuff that you were before. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think everyone's just lost and just just needs to go away already. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good way to put it. I, it is, I, I think people are really worn down by um like the panic and the news cycle perhaps and mm. you know all these other restrictions in place uh, how did it how did it play out for you when we were um like we were working from home like we were doing the remote learning stuff last term um i guess that's been the biggest single impact on school life and you're in year 11 both yep. you guys are in year 11 how did you how did you find that what what was your day looking like Oh, depending on the class, sometimes it was all right, but sometimes it was bad due to like lack of information mm. and the teacher obviously not teaching us because we're over social media. Oh, yeah. Okay, so by that you mean they weren't in front of you. Yeah. yeah and, and they instructed it better when they were yeah. obviously with us. So you, you, you actually liked the idea of having the teacher in front of you? Yeah, I learned a lot more. Yeah. It's much better. So... Was your day like a normal school day? Like, you know, you now you're pretty regulated, I guess, because we're back at school, obviously. Like, you'd, you'd have a get-up time in the morning and, mm. you know, brush your teeth and do your hair and catch the bus or whatever it is to come to school. So, you know, and things are pretty regimented. Was it like that while you were locked down? Or? Oh, nah. I didn't really get up at the same time or anything like that. I just had to do the stuff that I got assigned to by the teachers. Mm. And I just guess that played out through the day whenever I felt like it. Yeah, radio. So you, you um, you know, from that perspective, did you like the flexibility? Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, so are you a morning person or an evening person? Uh, oh, depending on the day, <laughs> I guess. A bit yeah. of both. Yeah, radio. So it doesn't matter so much to mm. you. Um, were you able to get the work done? Like, did you get stuff done or was it a yeah. bit of a waste of time? Oh, yeah, we got, yeah, a few assignments and stuff done. Mm. And, yeah, the information... Oh, the work that we got assigned, yeah, it was pretty easy to get done. Yeah, so what did you do with your spare time then if you were knocking it over? Oh, you couldn't really do anything. (laughs) Hit up Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, just be bored and just sit back, (laughs) I guess. Um, Watch watch the disaster unfold in front of us. Yeah. Yeah, right. Was it a big impact on your family at all or, or are you guys pretty well situated? Oh, I guess it wasn't too bad. Um, yeah, we all just hang around the house, except mm. obviously me, a bit of a sporty person, mm. so couldn't really hang out with the mates, um, get around with everyone. But yeah, I 
think that's the only bad thing that affected our family. Yeah, right. Caleb, what about you? Like, you know, how have you found this this whole pandemic thing? What's it been like for you? Um, it's been all right, I suppose. We've been lucky, our family. Both my parents stayed in their jobs, so yep. we still had the money come in and stuff, but it was... Mm. It did get kind of boring after a while. You can't do the stuff you want to do. Like you can't go see friends like Riley said and stuff like that. So yeah. it does get frustrating in the house. When you're in the house for six weeks, mm. just with your family, you can get each other's throats a little bit. So <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. You've got um, a brother here at school? I've got a younger brother, yeah. Yeah, right. So, you know, when we moved to remote learning, a lot of it, there was a lot of focus on technology. Um, how did that fit into your uh, your family? And were you having to sort of like, you know, pull rank on the younger brother to get hold of the computer or whatever, or is it is it you got plenty of tech at home? Um, it wasn't too bad at this for the first couple of weeks when we started to settle in. We needed we we're fighting to be over the computers and stuff. Mm. But um, I got a computer from my granddad, so it ended up ah. being everyone had their own little area to work yeah. in, so that helped a lot. Yeah, radio. Did did you work in like I, I'm going to ask like did you work it in your bedroom or were you working somewhere else in the house? I was. Mainly on the dining room table. I yeah. preferred to have the, like, school where there's noise and stuff around. I preferred to have, so it wasn't just a sterile room. Yeah. I preferred to be in the kitchen when people were walking around and stuff. Yeah, okay. Seemed, that seemed to help me a bit more. I don't know why. But oh, focus? Like I don't know. It was just distractions? A little bit. It, I got more work done in the lockdown than I would at school, I reckon. So oh, okay. I liked it a lot. Okay. So what, what, what especially did you like about it? Um, I think the comfort of being at home so I could wake up and not really have to worry about like stressed out at getting changed and getting ready and driving to school. I could just wake up, have breakfast and then by 9.30 start doing some work and okay. then just as, it wasn't so stressful if it didn't have such a regimented time kind of thing. Yeah, so you enjoyed you enjoyed the flexibility of being yeah. able to kind of work at your work own pace. Work to my own pace, yeah. Okay. And so do you think um, do you think that you, you, you got through work quicker because of that? I did, yeah. Um. Especially because, like in class, everyone knows like it takes ten minutes for the class to even get started. <laughs> so then, but at home you can just kind of read through the email or something, and just work at my own pace and get it done. So I'd finish all my work by like two or something. So I had the whole afternoon, okay. whole afternoon in lockdown to do to do absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> not worry about school. Yeah, not worry about school. Yeah, that's right. Did you um, end up binging on Netflix and the like, or did you? What, what were you doing in your downtime? Yeah, mostly Netflix and YouTube and stuff. Just. <laughs> So is your situation in town? No, I mean, I'm rural, so okay. I don't have anyone around me either, so. So were you able to get out of the house and, I don't know? A little bit. I could go for a walk if I wanted to, but that's not really something I'm interested <laughs> in. But go sit outside or something every now and then, just get out of the house a little bit. Yeah, right, yeah. So I think, I think everybody, I th- it's really been a two-edged sword. I think some people have really thrived with the, uh, the flexibility and other people have gone, uh, not known how to handle it and, and it's kind of opportunities have maybe gone to waste yeah um did you enjoy coming back to school when school started it was yeah i did seeing everyone again and kind of getting back in that routine it does get a bit boring at home when you're doing the same thing every day so when you come to school and see people it's a bit breaks your day up a little bit yeah right yeah so so the the big positive for you for school i guess was was actually the the social interaction interaction yeah with people and yeah, yeah that's that's the bit that if you could, if you could split school up into two portions and take the best parts of each thing, you, you, you'd be doing the school work at home, and you'd Pretty come to school, yeah, and see come everyone. to school at lunchtime <laughs> to hang out. So That's maybe it. that'd be your ideal school. So yeah. work from home until lunch, come into Go, school yeah. and just hang out in the afternoon. I wish it could be that flexible. Maybe mm, we'll see what we can do. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. So, so um, I, I guess it, look, it is, it is, it's good to hear people's opinions on, on how they found the whole COVID thing. If there's something that you could take away from, and you know, open question, if there's something that you could take away from this, uh, the, the whole thing that's been going on, w- what do you kind of uh, see from afar? Like what, what have you seen happen that's been uh, interesting or, or you sort of think, oh, you know, you've, you've just shaken your head and gone, what's going on here sort of thing? What, what's something that you might have taken away from it? Oh, I believe like that anything can spread as easily now since I witnessed the pandemic and yeah, yeah we shouldn't take things for granted and do silly decisions. Yeah, I was going to say that taking things for granted, like just even go out whenever you want the kind of thing when you can't now. Mm. So just taking that kind of stuff. Everyone's now regretting going out and letting it spread the way it did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, I think, I think like this business of like the concept of taking things for granted. Um, I think uh, that ability to just go and catch up with your mates or, uh, go and see grandparents or relatives and or, you know, go to Queensland for crying out loud. You know, just really simple things that we would have just taken for granted kind of forever and you would have thought it would have always been the same. Yeah. I think a real pin's been put in that and people are going like, ugh. Yeah. It's, it, it's a bit of a drawdown for me. I think, you know, there's a bit of frustration. Definitely. Going on now and, and while we're recording this, there's a, been a blow up in Victoria and yeah the second wave um anyway hopefully it gets better eh hopefully yeah hopefully soon yeah it'll be great you know I I really sympathize with this year's year 12 I don't know how much you yeah, guys we have got do to as do well. we're talking our day about their formal and stuff when parents can't go yeah it's it's uh, uh, you know all of that year 12 group when you look at them they've they've nearly all turned 18 so they've all had an 18th birthday party and or 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 not had a birthday yeah. party, mm-hmm. um, and you know, then and the things that they've kind of, I guess at school we would take for granted, like you know, athletics carnivals and things like that. Are they're missing out on a lot of those things that that um, you know? I really hope that Year Eleven get because it'd be great to be back to normal by this time next yeah. year. Yeah, it's just not the same without all them um, occasions, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it is – I think it's tough. I really – I actually really feel for Year 12. I think they've had a really uh, – I, I think I think for their schoolwork, I think their schoolwork's probably been okay, but I think all the social side of school yeah. has been really hard for those guys and I think it's pretty easy to sympathise with them. So, yeah, all right, enough of the enough of the uh, drudgery and um, disappointment of COVID-19. Let's talk about something way more exciting, schoolwork. Schoolwork. Yeah. Uh, you guys both do business studies, right? We do, yeah. He set an assignment. What was the assignment about? Um, Caleb, what, what, what did you have to do with um, that? We had to design our own product and write a business report about it, so how it would be made, where it would be made, how would you sell it and stuff like that. Okay, so uh, it, it's a entrepreneurial yeah. type yeah. Uh, yeah. assignment. And um, Riley, did you do it at school or was it something that you started while you were at home? Oh, I started at school. We had a few lessons um, during class to do it, but majority of it, I think I did it at home. Yep. And yeah. Okay. So let's cut to the chase, Riley. What did you come up with? What was the product that you thought uh, you could develop and take to market? Um, I come up with a mouth uh, concussion detector, which yep. is in a mouth guard. Right. Yeah, for like contact sports. Yeah. I have to say, when I first heard of that idea, I went, crikey, that's a really good idea. 
Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us about concussion? Do you know much about that? Oh, well, yeah, because I'm a football player. Um, yeah, you know a fair bit. Yeah, if it's not maintained and you don't know about it, then mm. it can lead to serious injuries later on. Okay, so w- I guess what's the difficult thing about concussion then? Like, how do you how can how can someone work out whether they've been concussed? Do you know? Um, oh, it's just I think on the spot their vision mm-hmm. and like they're feeling sick at the time, and then I think they you just have to go to the hospital yeah. and then just get checks up there. Okay, so it's possible. I'm guessing it's possible that that uh, you may be playing your contact sport, and we'll we'll pick um, league as the contact sport. Yeah, you're playing league. You run into a tackle. Uh, the tackle goes bad, you get a knock on the head, you go down, you stand up, you're feeling, oh, uh, you know, I'm a bit dizzy, oh, I'm all right, play on. It, it sounds to me like that person that's just had that head strike is probably concussed. Yep. Okay. So how would your product step into this scenario? How would you see it working? Um, it's got a big flash on it. Yeah. Um, and when you get concussed and you get your body gets hit hard and your head gets hit mm. it starts to flash blue okay so 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 it, um for the viewers to try and picture the device we're looking at a standard essentially a standard design uh mouth guard made from silicon or whatever mouth guards are made of some sort of yeah rubberized material yeah i suppose something like that i've actually never had my own mouth guard ever really so i've got no idea back in the day when i played union <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have any of that. Didn't didn't either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so the, the, a traditional mouth guard, but you envisage it being sort of a clear material, so that you yep. could see some. It could signal through flashing and things like that. Yeah, just um, the bottom of it just flashes, so it's easy for your teammates and or your coaches to detect. Okay. When you open your mouth, obviously, and they can say, "Oh, you've just you, you know." So when someone's gone down in a tackle, the referee even yeah. could say you could come up and. Uh, say, oh, your mouth guard's flashing. You, you know, you might have to have. You need to go off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you see, uh, like, when I first heard this, I'm going like, well, this is actually a clever idea. If you've got an algorithm that can detect mild concussion, you could really protect players, maybe from themselves sometimes, mm-hmm. but you could prolong playing careers. Yeah, um, definitely. Things like that. But it occurred to me that there's a lot of scope. Can you see? Uh, opportunities to use sort of a concussion detection device or a, a module, which would be in your mouth guard initially. Could you see opportunities to use that elsewhere that that may not be in a mouth guard necessarily? Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose yeah. it could go to other situations like headgear. Yep. For instance, yep. or motorcycle helmets. Yeah, like in other sports like yep. that, just anywhere padding that you're wearing in your sport. I believe yep. that could be touched in there okay i thought too you, you talk about the flashing lights and things like that to signal concussion yeah um you know could you see a way that you could introduce uh like bluetooth and and yeah that's um another thing that i put in my assignment that yeah. um the owner of the um child like the mother father they have a app oh, on sorry i'm phone. just going to pause you there the owner of the child <laughs> now listen parents and listeners, owner, parents own the children, coming from the mouth of a child. I love it. Well done, Riley. Sorry, go back to your line of thought there. <laughs> so the owner of the child has a device. Yeah, and it Bluetooths to their phone. Yeah. 
there's like an app and it signifies when they've been hit yep. and concussed okay. and it will notify them on their phone. I think that that's an outstanding idea. Yeah. It, 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 I, I don't know. Do you know if anything like this actually exists or uh, is this an original idea? I have no idea. Yeah, did, I, you, did you research to see if the, if the product exists? Yeah, I like typed it up and it was like sort of there but it didn't say anyone's really brought it out. Yeah, to, to me, this is a genuinely marketable idea. I can't imagine why uh, a football club or player or organisation couldn't see value in something like this. If you can get that algorithm right that detects head strikes um, and protects players, uh, I, I just I, I can't see why this wouldn't work. I think it's a genius of an idea. Yeah, it's very important, I guess. Mm. And, yeah, that rugby league players and other contact sport... Mm would be in great use yeah yeah i i think it's really good i'd you know you should go fund me or a <laughs> kickstarter or something like that and get it going i think that there's a you know your future might be set <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe because you think about like you know you, you we're obviously thinking of you know australia and in terms of australia but mouth guards are worn across the world there'd be yeah exactly millions of the things sold every year millions of them anyway one percent of a million's a fair bit, if my maths is correct. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Okay, have you thought about have you thought about suggesting the idea to anybody, or you just sort of think, oh, I just did it for an assignment. Walk away from that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> I don't know who makes mouth guards, but you should send the idea away. Yeah, uh, I know. Highly worth it. I just put a covering letter. This is my idea. Maybe you need to patent it first. Uh, I don't know how you make money out of ideas. Would be good pay in the end, though. Oh, <laughs> could be tremendous pay in the end. I think it's a really. I, I think it's a genuinely good idea. Okay, um, Caleb, what did you come up with? Not so much the sporting safety as Max O'Reilly, but I put the speakers, like little Bluetooth speakers, in wetsuits, so when surfers surfers are out in the okay. surf without their phone and stuff, they can still call people and listen to music and stuff. Okay, so. If you've got Bluetooth speakers, you need to have something to send the signal. So I'm guessing that'd be a mobile phone. Yeah, you have your mobile phone on the beach or something. Okay, and and the the signal can reach out to the yep. out to the out to the breaking, for example. Yeah. Okay, so you can take a phone call. You can take and you can ring someone. So it will have Siri if you have your phone. Oh like, yeah. So you can say like, "Hey Siri, ring Mum" or something. So then it'll ring them. And you can speak <laughs> through that. So like in in an emergency or something, if something's going wrong, you can ring the ambulance or ring someone yep. to come. I okay. know we are, and if say something happens, you get bitten by a shark or something, you can <laughs> you can call someone and tell them what's going on. You'd you'd want to hope they were quick. It's all about safety. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd want to hope they were quick. <laughs> I, I was when I first heard this idea, I thought, okay, another good idea. It is a good idea, but then I, I then thought about it. Okay, what would you do to mitigate the um, salt water because it's pretty corrosive sort of stuff. I thought about putting something like stainless steel or something that's resistant to rust or something like that along those lines. Yeah, a lot of the modern plastics. Yeah. You could use it that way. Would it be the sort of thing that you could build uh, in other receivers so that, you know, if the shark patrol's going over, um, they could signal to the surfers below them that it. That could be something. I'd make an app or something as well so they'd be all part of it, on be part of the speaker. So if something yeah. did like. Like a helicopter or something went over, they could send a signal out to that app, yeah. or the mobile phone, and it would send a signal through the speakers so someone could hear it. So, 
in coming up with your idea, did you speak to many people about that? I didn't speak to anyone really about it. I just thought I'm a surfer myself, so I thought I get bored sometimes out there waiting for waves, so listening to music or something maybe a good idea. A bit of a pastime, so Yeah, right, yeah. Okay, and so you said, okay, well, what could I do with my wetsuit? So I mean, I, I guess you don't want things to be too bulky. No, it would be about size of a 50, 20 cent piece just on each shoulder. Yep, so you get the stereo. Yeah, wouldn't okay. be too loud. It would just be enough just so you could hear it. And just have a small battery somewhere to power it. Yeah, you'd charge it at home or something and then take it out and it'd have a long battery life. Okay. I think I think there's plenty of scope to put things into wetsuits because they're like a, a reasonably bulky garment. Yeah. So you know you could f- you could fit it into that. Um, is it an idea that oh, I think I asked you before? Have you seen it anywhere? Has anyone done anything? I don't like think this? I've seen it before. No, I've never heard of it before. My idea. So okay, that's really good because you see like the cameras on top of surfboards and yeah, like GoPros and whatnot. So that that's not that's not a new concept. No, but putting stuff into a wetsuit would be. I believe so. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to come back. So. Sorry, Caleb. What was your inspiration apart from the boredom? Did you did you think that this was something that you could sell or a little bit? Yeah, because when I do go surfing, there's a lot of people out there sometimes, and mm. it does it can get like that kind of stuff. And then safety came into it as well. Yeah. So when you get stuck in, like, say, if you're a beginner surfing, you can't get back through the break. You can ring someone to ask for help or just something, anything that goes wrong. Or something happens out in the surf, another surfer's injured, gets hit in the head or something. You can, if you're supporting them, you can still ring someone while you're still yeah, I'm just, after them. I'm just thinking like you could you could ask Siri to you know give you a weather report and things like that. Yeah. while you're out there. And another, actually, another big thing that was on my mind because where I live, it's a long drive to get to the beach sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if you have mates that live closer to it, if they're already out there, they can ring you before from their wetsuit and say. Oh, the okay. surf's not that good. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Or yeah, it's come. It's good. Come out. <laughs> Save me driving out. Yeah, there. yeah, right. That's a, that is a good idea to have that communication within, um, like within the surfing group, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, like social, uh, a social uh, media platform for surfers yeah. built into a wetsuit. Yeah. <laughs> could you see that you could put a screen in it? Like, could you put a screen in the arm? Do you think that's <laughs> that's a possibility? I so you could, you could nearly like watch a movie. I haven't thought that far about it, but I'm sure the technology around the these days you probably could. My tech stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the surf would, the surf would have to be pretty boring. Yeah, it'd have to be very boring to look at your and, arms. And so. you probably wouldn't be out surfing. No. But anyway, just an idea to take it further. Um, Riley, with your idea, did you discuss it with many people, or or did you sort of think, oh yeah, that sounds alright, I'm going to run straight with that? Oh, my friend Abby actually collaborated with me and yeah brought up the idea okay i think yeah you're so in the same class yeah okay well, abby, abby abby was on she's on the podcast yeah earlier. she was the last podcast yeah okay so um does she now think that you know she wish she had that idea yeah i think i think she's <laughs> along those lines <laughs> <laughs> yeah rightio i i mean i'm I, I as i said i do think that they're both really good ideas and i think fundamentally at the core of them they're both marketable uh, you put Bluetooth into anything, you know, washing yeah. machines, fridges, hats, shoes, whatever, and people will buy it because it's got Bluetooth in it. Put it into a wetsuit, doesn't matter whether it works <laughs> or not, really, someone's going to buy it. Yeah. Um, but I think the um, – and I, and I see the advantages of it, like, you know, the listening to music and 
uh, is a really good idea because I think it adds to the whole surfing experience yeah. perhaps. Um, but, you know, those other safety functionalities I think are really good as well. But I think the mouth guard is something that is really quite ingenious. And um, you're probably glad you did nick it off. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Really good ideas. I hope there's someone listening that wants to take these ideas up. Me too. Has Billabong gone broke? <laughs> Hopefully they do soon so I can throw <laughs> my idea in there. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, and I think you need to, you need to probably uh, – I don't know how you protect your intellectual property these days, but it'd be great. It'd be just almost just great to see those things happen because they're good ideas. Hundred percent. Okay, so um, with with that kind of done, and 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 I think you know, well done, congratulations on that. Thank you. I I, I just think it'd be great for um, our listeners to learn a little bit about you guys. Um, you know, like you you obviously. Um, have got this shared experience with the COVID you've, and you're, you're telling us about some really cool ideas that you've come up with from school but you know there's more to you than that so you know Riley when you're not at school what are the things that that engage you what do you do when you're not here oh, obviously if you haven't noticed I love sport I love football yeah yep. um, so every day it's really working out or doing some training yeah with the team and yeah it's so you're back to playing yeah Unfortunately, who, who do you play? Unfortunately, no, fortunately, yeah, right. Who do you play for? Maxville Sea Eagles. Okay, so um, have they? Uh, have they? Has the club and the football season been um, severely affected or affected in, in you know greatly by what's been happening? Well, um, because I played 16s last year and now I'm moving up to 18s. Um, we're the oldest now because mm. of the reserve grade and the first grade pulled out uh, due to this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, the season has been reduced to only nine rounds. Okay, which is a bit of a pain. Yeah, but um, yeah, we're still fortunate to actually have a run this year at all. Yeah, yeah, right. So, um, what position do you generally play? Oh, I play in the halves, halfback. And and you enjoy that position, or do you would yeah. you prefer to be doing something else? No, nah, I think that's that's a good position that I like. Okay, the most. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, with your training. Were you able to keep up your training, uh, I guess, kind of while we were locked down? Were you doing stuff at home? Because obviously the gyms have, gyms have only really recently opened, haven't yeah. they? So, you know, were you able to do stuff at home or? Yeah, well, I got um like the dumbbells and all the, some little workout things at home that I do. And um yeah, I just went for runs, did a bit of cardio. Okay. And that's really kicked the footy around. Right. Myself, so you kind of kept on top of your fitness while while all this stuff's been going on. Yep. The season's been off, but but now you're kind of essentially back into normal. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Okay. Are th- are there a lot of uh, changes to the way uh, the game's organised and played because of COVID? Is there much change f- um, that you as yeah. a player experience? Yeah, there is. Um, from now on, I think you're only allowed one supporter. Okay. Which is very tough. Who's that usually for you? Mum. Good on your mum. Um, instead of halves, now there's four quarters, which is oh, okay. you have a two-minute drink break and mm. no one else is allowed to touch a drink bottle. You have to take oh, your own. Okay, yeah, because you often – you know, I've been to quite a few football matches where the drinks come out and everyone squeezes yep. the yeah. bottle. Okay, that's all off. Yeah. All right, got to take your own. And then um, on the weekend, actually, um, we weren't allowed to go into the dressing sheds to get changed into our gear. So we had to get changed in the open <laughs> in okay. front of everyone. <laughs> Un- unexpected? Yep. Okay, no worries. I guess if you're only allowed one supporter there and most of them would be mums, it's probably not that big a deal. 
Yeah, don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> All right. Okay. Right. Um. Okay. So, do you obviously you enjoy your sport yeah. clearly because you know your idea is sporting based. You're into playing sport. Um. You know, do you see sport in your future, or are your do your goals lie, uh, you know, elsewhere? Do you have, um, you know, what are your what are your longer term goals? What do you hope to do when you finish school? Oh, I think I'll pursue to play football. Okay, and yeah, just focus on sport. But um, do you have a plan B? Hopefully, get a job somewhere, <laughs> a good job, yeah. good paying job. <laughs> everyone wants everyone wants one of those. Yes, exactly. Could be a tough time to get one. I hope. You do, and I hope wish you all the best with the football. Thank you. As well as the plan B. What about you, Kayla? What's your what's your gig when you're not at school? Um, I'm thinking of great designs for surfwear. Um, I'm similar to Riley. I love sport as well, yeah. but I took a year off footy this year. Okay. But I still do a lot of stuff at home. Like we have a treadmill and stuff, so I go running most afternoons. Okay. And a lot of body weight stuff, so I still work out when I can. Yep. So w- when you say you took a year off, was there a reason for that? Um. I recently got my license and fuel can be quite expensive when you're driving around a lot. So yeah. money became a factor for me, so I got a job and okay. that kind of took over a little bit this year. Where are you working at? IGA and then Bucker. I just recently got that job. Okay. All so. oh, right. Well that's that's good. I mean, like, you know, there's some in some ways working in a supermarket environment is good because they're pretty much an essential service. Yeah. Um and, and those uh those Jobs have been pretty secure, which is a, a good thing. Even yeah, with it's the ca- good. even with a casual job, it's yeah. good. Okay, so um, that's the main reason why you you've pulled the pin on on the the football. What else are you doing then to keep yourself entertained apart from your home exercise? Um, go surfing on the weekend when I can. It's a bit difficult now. It's been cold, but mm. that's when the wetsuit comes in. So, but um, yeah, surfing and work pretty much is what I'm. What I'm into That's right where now, you're so at. yeah, and schoolwork. Schoolwork, definitely. What, have you got big plans for when you finish? Um, I'm planning to take a gap year. Okay, so that's a really common thing these days. I it was never a thing when I left school. You'd you basically finish school, and, and if you're going to university, yeah. that's what you did. And if you're going to get a job, that's what you did. You know, if you're going to, if you're an apprentice, you started TAFE. And yeah, well, rather, mum doesn't want me to get tied down too much. I think, which is. She wants me instead of just going straight to uni or just mm. st- starting work straight here, go travel for a bit to okay. see, because you never know what comes up when oh you're around the world. So. Oh, absolutely. And let's hope you can travel. Hopefully by <laughs> then. Hopefully. <laughs> well, you at least, uh, I mean, you, you you should be able to at least visit, you know, Queensland. Yeah. Maybe Within Northern Australia Territory and South Australia. <laughs> maybe Western Australia will be open by then. Hopefully. Let's hope. And hopefully we're in the bubble with New Zealand and yeah. go over there. I don't know whether I'll be rushing to America at the moment. No. <laughs> It's madness over there. All right, guys. Look, hey, thanks very much for coming in. Thanks for sharing Worries. your ideas with us. I think they're fabulous ideas. Um, you. You know, thanks for sharing some of your experiences with the COVID lockdown and whatnot and, and a little bit about yourself and, I mean, maybe where your future is going to take you. I really hope you're I- you can do something with your ideas because I think they're both awesome. And, uh, again, thanks very much for coming in. Thank thanks you. For thanks us. for having us. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Uh, thanks to all our listeners. Uh, we hope that you enjoy our podcast and um, we hope that you can join us again next week for uh, the next Maxwell High School podcast. Thanks, guys.
Thank you.